On today's podcast and video, we are going to be talking about three guys, three guys that have blown up in spring training and really boosted their stock. And I also have a little bonus segment at the end. And if you guys like it, we might keep it going. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I am your host, Nate, and today we're going to talk about three prospects that are taking spring training by storm. Um, and then we're going to end it off with a little quiz, a little quiz because there was uh, some interesting comments on YouTube last week. And so I was going to go in and have a quiz um, at the end to see if you guys are paying attention to the baseball world. But... Before we get into that, let's talk about the three prospects that are killing, 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 killing it in the minor leagues, and their card prices are up, up, up. All right, so you have spring training report, Nate's top three. Um, Self-explanatory, let's get into the next one. All right, so we've got Mickey Moniak, number one. Obviously, many of you will know Mickey Moniak as he was the number one pick. A number of years ago by the Phillies, kind of a surprise um, when they did it. And uh, he really has not lived up to the billing of number one pick. But this spring, he's had nine at-bats, five hits in nine at-bats, including a double, a triple, two home runs. That's pretty incredible. Uh, four extra base hits out of five hits out of nine at-bats. Really, really good. Um, he scored three runs. He's only struck out twice in the nine at-bats. He's hitting 556, 556, 1,150, or 1.556. That's his 556 uh, batting average, 556 on base, and 1,556 slugging. Um, pretty satisfactory seeing all those numbers the same. Of course, you don't want your batting average and on base to be the same, but it's only been nine at-bats, and that's good for a 2,111 OPS. Obviously, unsustainable, right? Never going to be sustained in the entire history of the world. That being said, it is nice to see him getting to his power because before, if you're looking at those stats, you know, you're seeing two home runs and a triple and a double. Before, he had a struggle getting to his power. Obviously, he's been given a 40-grade power as, early, as late as this year by Fangraphs, 40-game power. Um, and a 30-game power currently, so clearly he's a little bit better than that if he's hitting tanks, triples, doubles in spring training. Uh, he's got to have a little bit better than 30-game power. That'd probably be under 10 home runs in a year. Um, but his highest slugging percentage of his career is 439 last year. His highest isolated power of his career was 187 last year. Um, or not last year, 2019, sorry. His last full season. And so you're looking at a guy that just had, he's got other interesting things, you know, uh, usually 50 points better on, on base percentage than uh, slugging um, can usually grab you a handful of stolen bases, you know, 15, 20 in a full season, um, middling walk rates, decent strikeout rates, uh, pretty good defense in center field. But, um, 
Outside of that, a pretty uninteresting prospect. But if he gets to his power, he becomes more interesting, but not interesting enough where I want to spend money on him. Just because you're the number one overall pick from before doesn't mean I want to spend my money on you. And so let's look at his prices and see what other people are doing with their money and Mickey Moniak. And right here, 1226.20. So I looked up uh, similar cards and scrolled all the way back three months on eBay to find one of the first card prices I could find. And right here, you have a refractor auto, number to 499, for about what? $24 oh, uh, with shipping. So 24 bucks on December 26, 2020. Fast forward three months. And on the 8th of March, which was three days ago as of this recording, or as of you watching it, if you're watching it on Thursday the 11th, you've got a refractor that's sold. Somebody purposely bought this for $63.27. And if I did my math correctly, that's a 163% increase in price in three months on Mickey Moniak. Um, let that sink in a little bit. Obviously, there's probably still some hype with him being number one pick. And there's always going to be some hype if you're a guy that came in unex and unexpectedly hit a bunch of uh, extra base hits like Mickey Moniak has done in nine at-bats in spring training. That being said... There's no chance I'm spending $63 on a Mickey Moniac refractor. That's ridiculous. Um, but here you go. Our number one guy for the week, Mickey Moniac, 163% increase. Number two on the week, Bobby Witt Jr. If you didn't watch it, he hit a 484-foot home run in spring training. And because of that home run, people are going crazy. Crazy. Now, it was a tank. It was absolutely launched. He's a 20-year-old. He's using a wooden bat. He's a shortstop, and he's hitting 484-foot bombs. Absolutely insane. And so uh, let's look at the rest of his spring training stats. And you're looking at 21 at-bats, 7 hits, 2 home runs, obviously the 484-foot one, which is what people got excited about. 6 runs, 1 walk, 3 strikeouts. A 333 average, a 364 on base, a 619 slugging, and that's good for a 983 OPS. So really good stats for a 20 20 year old that didn't really play last year, um, and barely played in rookie ball. This is his first spring training, and he is doing really well for a guy that's never faced this type of competition probably in his life. This is really on the strength of a 484 foot home run. He has no doubles, he has no triples, he has two home runs. Now, let's look. Oh, actually, I was going to cover his stats a little bit. Now, uh, Bobby Wood Jr., you got to remember, Mickey Moniak was the number one overall pick that doesn't have power. He's growing into power, but still, the rest of his profile isn't very interesting. Bobby Wood Jr., on the other hand, is a extremely powerful shortstop. He's got really good above-average speed or plus speed. He's got plus fielding. He's got you know, like a plus arm. So there's nothing about him that is uninteresting except for his hit tool, right? The only thing that is an issue is his hit tool. And the only issue with that is how far will it keep him from getting to his power constantly? How many times will he strike out? How often will he miss pitches that he can drive or should be able to drive? 
Now, when you're looking at current major leaguers, Kyle Lewis, also with a 40-45 grade hit tool, right? Luis Robert, also with a 40-45 grade hit tool. And it's not holding them back in the majors. I mean, Luis Robert wasn't that great at the end of the year. And if you look at his overall numbers, he had like a 101 WRC+, plus, which means he was 1% better than league average hitter. So, you know, maybe it did hold him back a little bit. But it hasn't held people back from being excited to buy his cards. And that's more important to us than his actual stats. And so for Bobby Wood Jr., um, how much can the other part of his gameplay where his hit tool doesn't matter. And if we have a couple examples, I'm going to say it won't really matter. Um, his low hit tool. I prefer not to invest in a guy like that in case they have a season where they hit like 230. But Luis Robert just hit 230 in a 60-game sample and nobody batted an eye. Right? So who really cares? Who really cares? And so Bobby Wood Jr. definitely would have been a good buy before this point. But is he going to be a good buy now? Let's find out. Let's look at prices. And on December 13th, 2020, you've got a PSA 9 Bowman Chrome Auto, base auto, sell for $221.50 shipped. Pretty hefty price for a guy that had only played in rookie ball in 2019, but he was the second overall pick, so there's expected to be some hefty prices in there. That's a pretty hefty price. This is way heftier. On bids, on the 9th, 2021, March 9th, 2021, on bids, $602.20 for a Bowman Chrome Auto shipped. Not a PSA 9. I know this isn't a completely accurate portrayal because we had the PSA 9 and now we have a non-graded. And yet, the non-graded is a 175% increase, as long as I did my math right, over over the PSA 9 that somebody spent money on to grade. That's ridiculous to me. I know people are excited about Bobby Wood Jr., but wow, wow, that's a lot of money. Of course, you know, we're seeing a lot of guys, a lot of examples of guys with lower hit tools that are making most of the most of the rest of their tools to become superstars. We named two, Luis Robert, Kyle Lewis, and so there's no there's no stop or saying that, "Oh man, this hit tool is low." I can't invest in Bobby Wood Jr. If you believe in everything else and you believe that he can get to his power, by all means, invest in Bobby Wood Jr. He's a shortstop. Uh, he's got absurd power in that bat, right? Do it if you want to, but $600 is rich for my taste. I don't think I'd be able to do it. I wouldn't have been able to do it when it's $200 for a PSA 9. I definitely wouldn't be able to do it when it's $600 for a non-graded card. Um, that being said, he's the type of guy that you might look up by the end of the year. He does really well and uh, minor leagues, and it's a thousand dollar card, right? Um, but you got to remember it is Kansas City. There's only so much excitement that can happen in Kansas City. No shade at them. I live in Milwaukee. There's only so much excitement that can happen in Milwaukee, but uh, it is a real thing. If Wander Franco was in New York, a Bowman Chrome non auto PSA 10 would be more than like 350 bucks, right? If you lived in New York. All right, and then on to number three, we've got Heliot Ramos. Now, I will admit, number one, I grabbed the refractor, beautiful or super refractor, beautiful card. Number two, I will admit, I've never really liked Heliot Ramos. I've never been a believer in him. Um, 
all three of these guys are kind of guys I've never not really been a believer in. So uh, interesting that they are all proving me wrong right now. And uh, Elliot Ramos, Giants outfield prospect, 18 at-bats, seven hits, one double, three home runs, most home runs out of any of these guys. So four extra base hits in his seven at-bats, five runs scored, one rock, walk, rock, one walk, four strikeouts, a 389 average with a 421 on base, a 944 slugging, and a 1,365 OPS. Now that's really good. Elliot Ramos, like Bobby Witt Jr., like Kyle Lewis, like Luis Robert, low average, big power type of guy, um, or low contact, big power type of guy. Now that being said, he's never had numbers like this. In 2019, he hit 16 home runs in 101 games, so the power is there. But nine and a half walk rate, 9.4 walk rate between the two levels, 25.1 strikeout rate in high A, 31.1 strikeout rate in double A. And he did not play in 2020. Um, now, there's it's conceivable that he got better in 2020 than he was in 2019, uh, and we just didn't see it. But uh, he has yet to have hit these numbers in his career. Walk rates are always nice, but the strikeout rates are always high. But again... Kyle Lewis, Luis Robert, and if he's in the minors and he just blows up a little bit, double A, triple A, is it, do you even need to hold till the majors for a guy like Kyle Lewis? So Bobby Witt, or Kyle Lewis, Elliot Ramos. So Bobby Witt Jr., same way. Elliot Ramos, same way. The only difference is that Elliot Ramos plays the outfield, and he's also not particularly fast. He's got average speed, and he's not particularly good with the glove. He's got an average glove. And so um, they give him a 50 future value. That could be bumped up with how he's doing right now. But again, don't expect to be seeing a Bobby Witt Jr. type of guy, right? Uh, this is Helio Ramos. And I don't think people are because if we look at prices, we had a base auto BGS 9.5 sell for $136.50. Pretty healthy. But for a guy that's one of the top prospects in an organization like the Giants, a big organization, not unheard of. Move on to 310, 21, and you've got somebody that paid $249 for this. Now, there is a difference here. Let me point it out before anybody can uh, get riled up. You'll notice the grades in the corner there 9595959, nine on the edges. This one, 9595951010 on the edges. So, this is a better card. This is a true gem. Uh, plus, and this is just a gem. That being said, is there really a hundred and like twenty dollar difference or hundred fifteen dollar difference between these two cards, based on one having a ten subgrade and one having a nine subgrade, and everything else being the same? The answer to me is no. And so I can grab these and I can show the increase. Now know that it says eighty two percent increase. If I did my math right again. But that's a little faulty because they're not quite similar cards, but they're close enough where the price increase shouldn't be that drastic for just the grade. It has to do with production. And so you've got Elliot Ramos, $245. Um, we'll see. We'll see if uh, you know he can cut down on those strikeouts a little bit and make decent contact, let that power play. But he's a guy to be excited about. 
I still don't think I'd spend $245 on him, but I'm a little biased because I was never really in on Heliot Ramos to begin with. Um, but those are our three guys. Those are our three movers and shakers of the spring training early on. Three prospects that are drastically increasing their value um, compared to what they were in December. And then lastly for today, I have a quiz for you. I have a quiz. So who am I? I am a catcher. I was first in WRC plus among catchers with 144 WRC plus. And these are all going to be minimum 300 plate appearances. So when you go on to fan graphs, you can set all your qualifiers. So I took, and I should have pointed this out, 2019, 2020. So the stats are only for 2019 and 2020. Nothing before, not just 2020, but also 2019. Minimum 300 plate appearances. And these are all catching stats. So he's a catcher. In the last two years, minimum 300 plate appearances, and I set it at that because he had over 300, so I wanted, you know, a baseline. Um, a little disclaimer, if I set the bar lower on plate appearances, Salvador Perez would be at the top of a lot of these lists because he was amazing last year, and he didn't play in 2019. He does not make these lists. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. But for those guys that played both years, here's where he leads. So first in WRC plus among catchers with 144 WRC plus. That's also 14th in all of baseball. First in slugging among catchers with a 574 minimum 300 plate appearances. That is also ninth in all of baseball. Second in on base percentage among catchers with 363. Second in isolated power among catchers with 306. Sixth in walk percent percentage among catchers with 11.4. Eighth in average among catchers with a 268. Tenth in Fangraphs war among catchers with 2.9. 19th in K percentage among catchers with 22.2%. So I'm going to give you a second. You kind of think about this in your head and say, man, who could this be? Who could this be? I will point out a few things that will probably give it away. Um, for starters, you know, 300 plate appearances. He didn't have much more than that. So there's a lot of guys that had more plate appearances. If he had more, that could have been driven down, right? That could have been driven down. On the other end of the spectrum, a 2.9 F4, 10th among all catchers. The next closest guy to him had 110 more at-bats. Everyone else had two, three, 400 more at-bats than him. If he had 400 more at-bats, he might have been second in... Uh, Fangraphs war among catchers, third, right, instead of 10th. So there is that. And then obviously these are all top 20 stats, 19th among catchers in K-rate. Obviously you're saying to yourself, uh, that's not that impressive. There's not that many catchers. But when you set the bar at uh, 300 plate appearances, that becomes more because a lot of guys get 300 plate appearances in a year at catcher um, because you only play, you know, you're only going to play uh, 100, maybe 10, 120 games as a catcher um, if you're really good and your backup catcher is probably going to play like 40. That being said, if you've been given enough time, the answer is Will Smith. Now, I covered how I was looking to grade Will Smith cards last week, and one guy in particular was like, well, if you're grading Will Smith cards, you're grading the wrong cards. Now, that's fair. They're only like $35, $40 PSA 10s, so is there really a point to grading them? It's also fair at saying $17 to $25 isn't that big of a gap. Um, so why do I care that much? Uh, that's fair too. It's just when it's, you know, a 
$40 PSA 10. If you grade it for 17, you're still able to make like half your money after fees or, you know, double your money after fees. If it's 25 after fees, you know, you're looking at significantly less. You'd be looking at like 10 bucks. Um, so, you know, is what it is. Uh, there isn't huge money in a guy like Will Smith. I know he's a catcher, right? And people don't love catchers. I know he's got Austin Barnes and Keyboard Ruiz there. Take some catching from him. That being said, the numbers are extremely impressive. And he can also play outfield. So I wouldn't be shocked if you're going to see uh, Will Smith play 110 games at catcher and another like 30 games in the outfield. And he'll get 140 games in the season as opposed to like 120. And uh, his stats will be amazing. I'm sure he'll probably hit like 30 home runs. And he'll have a super high slugging. And you'll look down and you'll be like, wow, this dude's really good. Not just for a catcher, but for anybody in baseball. Now, the whole age-old question of how much can he get interest in him when you've got external factors like Cody Bellinger and Corey Seager. You know, I'm big on if you're not the number one player on your team, you better be number two. If you're not number two, how much interest can trickle down until they get to you? And that is a major problem with Will Smith. If Will Smith was the top player on his team, there would be much more interest. Uh, but he's got major superstars ahead of him major major superstars ahead of him and so the question is how much interest can he get and i don't know uh he's got two those two factors catcher and interest weighing against him but what the stats say and you can see them here first in wrc plus among catchers first in slugging second in on base second in isolated power sixth in walk percentage eighth in average tenth in fangraphs war and remember he's only had 333 plate appearances so you know, it's one of those things where more plate appearances, that Fangraph's worse going up, and he's probably the second or third best catcher in all of baseball, and you give it a little bit of time, and I wouldn't be shocked if he's the best catcher in baseball um, over a full season. And so Will Smith, I know you guys were hating on that idea that Will Smith would be graded, but there is at least reasons to my madness of wanting to get him graded. Now, I'm not going to get him graded anymore because – you know, if the interest doesn't just doesn't grow, you know, it's not going to grow much from $40. But the stats back him up as being one of the best young players in baseball. And I'm always interested in that. So that's all I got for you today. Hopefully you figured out the quiz. If you didn't, hopefully you're looking at Will Smith a little bit closer. He's got some factors playing against him, but he is definitely interesting. And also, Heliot Ramos, Bobby Wood Jr., and Mickey Moniak. Uh, three very interesting guys, three guys that are really boosting their stock. And uh, hopefully you can find the next guy that boosts his stock. You know, it's not always, it's not always, oh, I missed out. Um, a couple months ago, I bought an Aaron Ashby card, Gold Wave, for $30 because uh, Otto, because he was is a Brewers prospect that I'm interested in. He's a pitcher. And uh, the last couple sold for like 65 bucks, And it really makes me feel alive. You know, it's like, ooh. Got a little bit back into prospecting, so I'd like to get back into that and make videos on it and stuff because I really got away from that. Um, but you don't always have to be like, oh, I missed the boat. There's always the next guy and the next guy and the next guy and the next guy, uh, especially in prospecting. Thank you for listening to today's Dinging Corners, and I will talk to you guys again next time.